By George, I think I've got it. Hydrosexual sinking. I saw that Bigfoot walking across the screen and I thought to myself, wow, they are real. I ask us all, is that really reasonable? Hydrosexual sinking. My personal belief is that uh, there is very compelling evidence that we, uh, we may not be alone. I'll show you a little of the evidence. Hydrosexual sinking. Researchers at Stanford University School of Medicine have pioneered a cancer vaccine that eliminated all traces of cancer in mice. You could find evidence of that, my friends. You could change the world. Hypothetical thinking. A podcast for the hypothetical thinker. Welcome welcome to Hypothetical Thinking, a semi-informative podcast that explores the journey from probability uh, onto Johnny's body. Onto it. Like a t-shirt. Okay. And then off of Johnny's body. Okay. uh, And then uh, all the way around Johnny's body, sort of like the moon travels around the earth. Okay, yeah. And then uh, revolves around it. It revolves into it and then disappears. Where? (laughs) <laughs> where, do you, where do you think? <laughs> Probably my, the B word. It's butthole. Uh, in your butthole. Nick- <laughs> <laughs> in your butt. Okay, all right, move my on. name's Nick Floyd, and I'm joined yeah. by my, you know what? My best friends. Wow. Best friends. I'm Taylor Nelson, y'all, and Nick's best friend. <laughs> I'm Johnny Clark, and I'm also his best friend. Friends. friends. Yes. How many best friends That's can you question. have? How, how many, many rest- wait, Hey, how many best friends can you have? Can you how have? many's too many? Uh, dude, I'll take all the best friends in the world, dude. Same here. Uh, I'd rather my, all of my friends be my best friends. That's, I, that's the way I, I like to think about it, too. I have one best friend, and I have a whole bunch of really good friends. But fuck that guy. Jeez. Whatever. Unless it's your dad. Your dad's a great yeah, man. I, I, <laughs> my, yeah, my dad is one of my best friends, but okay. So the way this works is either Taylor or myself will do the research for our weekly episodes, and Johnny, sweet, 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 Johnny, sweet, sweet Johnny, long hair, sunglass and wearing... Sweet Jonathan McJohnster <laughs> goes into every episode completely blind. So sweet. Meaning he has no idea what we're covering each week. Uh, and if you want to know what, you're, what we're covering each week, the best way to do that is just make sure to subscribe to this podcast. Uh, just hit that subscription button and you'll be the first person to get the episodes as they come out. And then you'll be able to know what we're covering first. when they release. First. Boop, boop, boop. first. Uh, but Early. before we dive into anything, guys, do you remember the 21st of December? December. September. It's September. It's, it's September 21st. Is this day? Yeah. Oh, that was my high school graduation song. Happy Earth, Wind, and Fire Day, everybody. My dad saw them live. Oh, crazy shit. <laughs> I did not <laughs> know that was this day. That's tight. I don't think I've ever even thought about that. I thought, You're welcome. That's fantastic. Well, so anyway. So there needs this to be epi- a water and heart bop, day. Bop, bop, bop. A water and heart day? Yeah. So we can combine our powers and save this planet from pollution. Like oh, evil polluters. That was very deep, Taylor. It's too deep. Taylor, how are you doing on this 21st of September or also Monday? Guys, on September 21st, which is also a Monday, so you'll have to figure <laughs> out what year this is. Guys, I'm feeling extra good. I can't explain to you the things that are popping off in the background of my life right now. Big thing over Ooh. here. Big thing over there. Whoa. Big thing in front of me. Big thing behind. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Nothing big Watch behind out. me. Nothing Watch behind out behind me. you, Taylor! <laughs> no! But it's feeling good. How about you guys? <laughs> I'm doing great, Tay. I'm doing super good. I'm in a great mood. I'm happy to podcast. And I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm enthralled to be here. Is that the right word? I tell you yeah, what, yes. moods are good, and enthralled is an amazing word. You damn right it is. You damn right. How you doing, Nick? Nick? How you doing, Nick? I am high. 
Alltså, what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Damn, y'all, I need to be podcasting in Spring Hill, y'all. Shit. Fuck. I am high on life right now. Oh, man, I thought you were to stop there. I was so dying right now. <laughs> uh, things, things are good. Things are, you know, things keep looking up. We're getting close to the end of the year. We're getting close to episode 30. Uh, things Holy keep shit, looking man. up. And, you know, I just, they're looking up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good. <laughs> good. Looking on, looking Trajectory, up. positive, motion, go. <laughs> you'd, be a, you'd be a great Houston uh, enforcer for, like, missile launches in 10. <laughs> nah. Go, go, go. Or just I a can, great motivational speaker. I can count down backwards from 60. So. Oh, shit. Job, Get out of here. Uh, quali- really? Qualified for the job, my friend. You know, they don't say five in the takeoff because it sounds too close to fire or launch. Oh. Oh, wow. What do they say? It's one, of, it's one of those. They just don't say it. Or I think they don't say it. I'm pretty sure they just Six. don't say it. Four. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> I'm pretty. You can look it up, but yeah, they it don't. sounds like in Wayne's world where it's like, and five, four. <laughs> <laughs> Quit nodding. You're nodding, down. Terry. You're nodding. <laughs> I love it. Well, thanks for that little brief piece of news there, Johnny. Uh, is it news? Is it just? I'm pretty sure it's true. I, I, I mean, it, it is true. Okay. But the real news, news. Okay. I, I'm never going to tell the news. It was a bad segue. <laughs> Taylor, hit us with some news. All right. I'm going to hit with some news real quick. Uh, this news is, it's not a current event, but I figured we'd talk about something that is extremely relevant to this podcast and uh, the word synchronicity comes to mind, which is a meaningful coincidence, okay? Now, oh. let me start off by uh, explaining that Mike Cleland is an outdoorsman with specialization in survival skills and whatnot, uh, but he is also an avid UFO researcher, okay? okay? Now, this dude has compiled a number of eyewitness accounts as well as his own, um, his own experiences— and he's compiled them all in a book called The Messengers. Now, the way that this relates to the way of the highbro is that this is possibly hard evidence that this very podcast is indeed the single biggest influence over our collective consciousness and real-life events. How do you mean? Oh, shit. How do I mean? So, Mike has dedicated the past 10 years of his life to making the connection between UFO events and, wait for it, owls. What? What? What is, that is what I fucking said as well. UFO events and owls, dude. Uh, they, well, that's what we're talking <laughs> about since Bohemian Grove, essentially. Like, exactly, dude. Between. Everything we talk about is like, owl this, owl that, NWO this, NWO that, owl this, owl that. I, dude. Taylor's gang sign, owl. It's a fucking owl, y'all. It's like, it's crazy, dude. He's trying to say that... Many times in his life, every single time he's seen an owl, he's fucking seen a UFO. Are you saying I, that, this is what that this guy owls is saying? Or aliens? <laughs> well, dude, I was gonna stretch it that far. This dude <laughs> is saying, <laughs> and he's he has collected testimony from many, many, many other people who are saying the same damn shit. They're saying that. Well, at first he says it's just so weird that every time I see an owl. A crazy either spiritual event or he literally sees a UFO. I think he said he's he's seen a UFO like three times, like flying in the sky or whatever, whatever. But then he does go as far to say that 
these aliens are using what is called screen memory, uh, which would be when the UFO would project this memory of an owl to like to like embody its presence. Like the hmm. you couldn't handle ah. what the alien looked like, so it turned itself into an owl so you could see it. <laughs> yeah, like, shapeshifters. Dog. Demons. I'm not saying this isn't the dumbest shit I've ever heard, but <laughs> I just thought it was really cool how it relates to owls and like, dude, owl is our life, dude. So it's fascinating. I will say it this is a little another fun fact. It is unexplained why owls produce almost zero decibels when flying. They're like one of the only birds that do not produce any sound when flying. Because they're spirits of the Because they're essentially fucking. It's true. It's they're essentially spirits. Dude, mean they're, they're, that shit. That's a not fact, even weight, son. That is a fact. And they're heavy, like per wing mass, but they literally are nothingness. Well, that goes back to like what we were talking about last week with the camouflage, 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 camouflage. I feel like that's a a trait of an owl to be silent to hunt. Before you finish that, Taylor, I'm pretty so, yeah. sure camoufleur is the verb of camouflage in French. Camouflage in French is camouflage. <laughs> I don't know. The more you know. I mean, that sounds correct, but <laughs> I'm going to go with you on that. <laughs> okay. okay. Just, that just, sounds fact, correct. My research, check. my research said otherwise. Uh, should we fact check okay. that? I asked a French friend, and they ah. said it was camouflage. What? French-Canadian? Uh, from Louisiana? No, no. Fr- French are they from friends France? from Marseille. Marseille, France. Marseille, France. But I'm just fact-checking I, us. Nick, what were you saying? I don't know. I was just saying <laughs> that owls have that trait so they can hunt better. Uh, that makes well, a lot of sense. I think yeah, it's but, also cool, uh, like, uh, like in history, the owl, and even I'm sure the reason the shrine in Bohemian Grove is an owl is because it's like a, a symbol of wisdom. Intelligence uh, and perspective. Yeah, intelligence. Yeah, perspective, wisdom. Uh, fun fact, uh, Athena, the goddess of wisdom, uh, dubbed the owl the bird of wisdom. And if I don't know if you noticed, but in, uh, in Disney's Sword in the Stone, the fable of the famous Archimedes is an owl, uh-huh. who's the smart guy. He's the smart one. And also, uh-huh. in the HP universe, there is a, oh, apparently oh, a, a oh, wise oh, owl. Oh. Uh Many wise owl. Besides, um, oh, was it Neville Longbottoms or no, no, no? Or was it Ron Weasley's? One of the owls was like actually mentally handicapped. Wait, there's um, many owls in the HP in, universe. The, uh, almost. Well, they all have owls, right? Well, no, I, I'm pretty sure per newsletters they can have like one sharing as like many students, but there are some students that pick an owl as their animal for preservation. Like Hedwig, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Ron had, a, Ron had a rat, but he also had an owl that delivered his mail. That makes sense. Weird. Ron Anyways, so, you know what's not oh, intelligent about owls? bastard, so, that Ron to, Weasley. Today, <laughs> anyway, so today, um, uh, Rupert Grant, anyways, so today I was going to post a, a picture of an owl, literally, Taylor, a picture of an owl. What? To Instagram, but this guy, me, himself, spelled un- intelligent, intelligent wrong. wrong, I spelled intelligent wrong. But the best part Wait. about it is... The meme was actually talking about how oh, this, du- this how dumb this owl looked, looked in the picture. Because it looked kind of dumb. Oh, and Johnny God. is the one who misspelled the yeah, word intelligent. That's true. The, the irony of it was brilliant. <laughs> so this happened today? Yeah, today. Yeah. I was going to post it. It's like, like, Johnny, uh, you spelled the, the word wrong. I'm like, fuck. Dude, that is exactly what this is about. I'm telling you, dude. We are it's controlling crazy. the damn universe. That's crazy. Ah! Dude, it is crazy. Synchronicity, guys. Meaningful coincidences, synchronicity, <laughs> us three motherfuckers, synchronicitizationisms, synchronicity. Uh, you want to know something crazy? We're is in that sync. Before we started this podcast, 
I'm sitting here eating some nice brand <laughs> Walgreens trail mix. True. Blow they mind, Nick. Uh, Blow they minds. Taylor is also, what's he eating? I'm eating nice, nice brand, brand. Motherfucking Walgreens trail mix. Oh, my I God. I feel like we're on the same page today. Oh, you want to know something even crazier? I feel like I'm back. Yeah? Uh, your minds, when we start this episode, your minds are going to be blown because you're talking synchronicity. Uh, what? Yeah. You know what's weird about, I feel like synchronicity has everything to do with synchronization and not unity. I feel like like, like we're in sync. Is that what it is? We're not in sync, the band. I wish we're. just we were. in sync with each other. Yeah, Actually, it's probably? spelled differently for sure. Okay, yeah. okay. Don't sure. misspell that one, Johnny. <laughs> I misspell everything. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, hey, guys. It's just one of your, your, your high bros here. I uh, just wanted to pass along a, a 10% savings at futuremonsters.com. Uh, if you're into the Wolfman, if you're into Frankenstein, King Kong, Dracula, uh, you can go to futuremonsters.com and you save yourself 10% on any of the high-quality threads. Uh, they got amazing designs on a quality fabric print. I'll, I'll tell you right now, I got one last week. It feels really good on my body. Uh, if you want to save 10%, Put some stuff in your shopping cart. Enter into the coupon code. You want to enter in capital H-Y-B-R-O. That's capital H-Y-B-R-O. That's Hybro. Capital H-Y-B-R-O. Get yourself 10% off. Well, I, you know, I feel like this is a perfect segue to dive right into the episode because we, like you just mentioned secret synchronicity. We're talking the the the, the owl post on Instagram. The, 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 we're talking the trail mix from Walgreens. And now we're talking today's topic. Which I'm is, telling you, okay. your minds are going to be blown Blow my mind, Nick. Blow my mind. when I tell you what this topic is. I'll freaking do it, dude. I'm getting <laughs> <laughs> All right, strap in, boys, because we're about to deep dive into this one. Click. I haven't used... I haven't used those words in a while. Did you say strap in or strap on? Strap on. <laughs> That's a family guy quote if you guys didn't know. I know. Okay. Our nation was a place once walked upon by the Navajo people. Indians. Tough and brave people who have a deep relationship with what they call the holy ones who they say came from the sky. Okay. Okay. It is said that these beings were their teachers in the distant past and leaders in the present. The Sky Visitor's teachings have been respected by the Navajo people, and some say their ancient beliefs are still alive today. The Navajo people believed that the homeland given to them by the Holy Ones had been surrounded by four sacred mountains that represented the four worlds that the Holy Ones could reside in. These four mountains are known as the South Mountain, or Mount Taylor in New Mexico. Oh, what? What's up? What's up? Don't say the other one's Mount Johnny, dude. Don't say it. The North Mountain, or Mount Hesperus in southwestern Colorado. The West Mountain, or San Francisco Peak in Arizona, which makes no fucking sense. <laughs> and finally, <laughs> the East Mountain, or Mount Blanca in south-central Colorado. Damn. Mount Blanca. A- according to a Navajo sand priest... All of the uh, different wait, nations. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, it's a Navajo sand priest. Uh, that's what I thought you said. Okay, all right. I'm just <laughs> all of the different nations came from the earth. And this the, is according to a, a Navajo. I'm going to start that over. And then the fire according to a Navajo sand priest, <laughs> all of the different nations came from the earth, rising up from a subterranean world that lie beneath the four worlds. Talking about Atlantis? 
But after a mass amount of UFO sightings in South Central Colorado thousands of years later, it raised the question, was what lies beneath Mount Blanca not just a series of caves and tunnels, but an underground alien base that our government has been aware of this whole time? Whoa, what? No, dude. We will hopefully get close to the answer of that question and many more as we drill deep, deep down into the surface of the mysteries of Mount Blanca. Okay. But that's all next week, folks. There. Next week. <laughs> next week. All right. So you're telling me that the Navajos believe that the four sacred mountains that were given to the Holy Ones, yeah. and one of them, Mount Blanca, the north one, if I may, is that right? Yes. Is on top of a alien structure. An underground alien base that our government has been aware of this whole time. <laughs> but wait. Hmm. If it was before our, it, it would be before our government, though. Thousands of years ago, yes. Tell me... Why? How? <laughs> Ain't nothing but... I, I wonder uh, what the distance is in relation to uh, Denver. Oh, you better believe I'm getting oh, there. Oh, shit. Denver Airport? Bruh. Bruh. You Bruh. better believe. You just wait. You just oh, wait. Okay, 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 okay. Wait, did you say Blanca was the east mountain, though, right? Uh, Mount Blanca is the east Fuck, I wrote it down as north. Shit. Jeez. Jeez. Wait, wait. What were the, it, was, it was west and north, then. Uh, I just know South, dog. <laughs> Taylor Mountains, oh, Saint Taylor. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you this right now. None of them matter except one, and that's Mount and Blanc. That's Taylor. <laughs> Mount Blanc. <laughs> pay for the whole thing, but don't use the edge. But I'm just gonna say right now, how fucking crazy is that? You're talking about synchronicity and UFOs, and today's episode is about, <laughs> about aliens. Aliens. <laughs> We're uh, really synced up today. This is making sense. It is. So there, just a question. What are you wearing right now, dude? I'm wearing exactly what you guys are wearing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you what I'm wearing. I'm yeah. wearing, a, like, 99.9% of the time, I'm wearing a pair of Nike basketball shorts. Okay. Uh, these are black with uh, kind of okay. an, a teal on the side with orange piping. I think I've seen those. Yeah, I've seen Probably them. seen them. I'm wearing a black shirt that's fucking skin tight. With, so uh, am I, dude. the band name Asriel on it, which... Uh, I guess uh, per trademark, I have to say it's an Australian band. <laughs> it's it's uh, it was my band before we changed our name. Did you say it's a black shirt, it's, dude? It's black as fuck. We're all wearing black. Johnny shirts. is wearing a black shirt, and I'm also wearing a black shirt. What are the coincidences of that? Can one of you so guys one of the most... count how many fingers you have on your left hand? Holy shit! One, two, three, four, five. 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 That's what I've got too. Oh, no So Mount Blanca overlooks the San <laughs> Luis Valley. <laughs> We're so stupid. Which over the past several decades have been a hot spot for UFO sightings. You're a hot spot. It's hot, baby. Some say that the reasoning for this is not just the coming and going of UFOs visiting their home base of Mount Blanca, but due to the visitation of the mass amount of solar energy generating through the alpine desert environment. Wait, so you're saying... Alpine desert? What is that? Wait. wait, wait, Okay, so wait. You're just saying because of how much heat is being... The solar energy. Which is all the solar... Generating. Which is hitting... Through the alpine desert environment. Because it's hot. Is helping fuel their machines. What's an alpine desert? Is that like a desert at high elevation or something? uh, I don't know. I think it is a high elevation desert. In in Colorado, I remember often they'd be like the alpine taxi, the alpine gondola, the alpine stores. Everything was alpine. It wasn't. It's not the Alps, but everything was alpine. The Alps is that 
Because isn't there an elevation where like everything stops growing, right? Like trees stop growing, so maybe yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like There's near the area where it stops. Well, maybe? no, 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 no. That because that's Oof. I've only experienced that at high elevations on mountains, and we don't call those uh, alpine. But alpine skiing, uh, I don't know. But uh, Al- yeah. alpine <laughs> desert is a uh, high altitude, high evaporation, uh, with with daily changes in temperature. Which can drop to freezing at night and soar to over a hundred degrees Fahrenheit during the day. Oh, Interesting, son. You damn right. So Would it's you... not necessarily just heat, but it's like a, a would that change. would that be yeah. solar energy? Like, would the solar energy be heat, or is it just? I don't know. Is it something else? Solar rays? I don't well, know, radiation? it's just yeah. So it's just where. Uh, the solar energy generates. I have no fucking idea, guys. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but I will okay. tell you this. The yeah. San Luis Valley has the highest per capita concentration of home-based solar energy systems in the United States. It's high. Because probably... Well, it, as well as a thin atmosphere. It, so if you have a house on a mountain, right? There's yeah. a, a, less atmosphere, less... I don't know how to put it density between you and the sun and so uh-huh. all that sun is penetrating to whatever your you have or your solar your your panel way yeah. easier than you know sea level right that's why you can you can sunburn way easier at a high elevation than you can on ground level and there's like no shadow there's like less shade i would imagine right like no shadows from trees yeah, probably, or other yeah. weird things yeah Tight. no but you but like, like you're on a top of a mountain, you can burn so much faster. Like, there's literally no atmosphere between you and well, there is, but yeah, less. In fact, ah, weird. While the abundant use of solar energy <laughs> might seem like an attractor to an alien race who we assume utilizes technology far beyond the reach of our own, the idea might be a bit far fetched. However, a local woman by the name of Judy Messaline decided to capitalize on the amount of UFO interaction in the valley by constructing the UFO Watchtower which is a 360-degree viewing platform with a gift shop that allows folks from all over the world <laughs> to come visit and observe in hopes that one day someone might be able to solve the mystery of the San Luis Valley. San Luis Valley. I've been in San Luis Valley. Yeah? Yeah. That's a hot spot. I didn't know that. I was probably too young to give a shit. No. Did you see any aliens and or owls? Uh, no, but speaking of owls, I took a look to my right. There's a fucking owl on Shannon's desk right now. Dude, they're everywhere. Shut They're literally what? everywhere. Dude, it's gold, too. What the fuck? I've never even seen that in my life. It's a synchronicity. <laughs> it's, it's everywhere. Uh, Judy Messaline interacts with as many of the visitors as possible, even citing that one visitor was an air traffic controller hey. from the Denver International Airport <laughs> who claims ATC. that they get six to eight UF, UFO sightings a month. What? Wait, wait. From the Whoa. airport, from ATC? From the yeah, ATC from the Denver International Airport. They claim that they get six to eight sightings per month. Mm. Well, no, don't fucking debate, Johnny. Let's, let's track <laughs> back this though. The person, the average person that's going to be talking to ATC about this shit could be a crazy or be moved to Denver because it's a hot spot for all this alien shit. So it kind of seems plausible that the place that like could be. Uh, UFO high frequency or like like high concentration yeah. would have people that were like, hey, I fucking saw a UFO because that's the kind of person that was out there. Well, yeah, I guess that's one side of it, but what the other side the would guy, be that they actually are seeing them. Right. Well, the guy, can't, like the guy, this guy who's an air traffic controller in the Denver, and we'll, we're, we're, I'm going to bring it up in a little bit, but this guy is not from the San Luis Valley. Okay. This guy is, and if, if, I'm, it's, San, if it's San Luis I'm I'm sorry. It's I'm San, Luis. San Luis. 
Is it San Luis Valley? I don't know. I remember it being San Luis. All right. We'll call it San Luis. This guy who's an air traffic controller at Denver International Airport is coming to talk to Judy, the owner of this UFO watchtower in the San Luis Valley to <sighs> tell her that he sees six to eight. Like, they, Wait, he sees them or he gets reports of them? He, they see them. Air oh, traffic control shit. sees them. Uh, yes. yeah, that's, yeah, that's weird. Yeah. But then again, they see planes all the fucking time at ATC, and they're literally sitting in a chair con- con- controlling traffic of these yeah, but, airplanes. So yeah, they know the at, difference between a plane and a UFO. Right. That's what constitutes a UFO. It's you like, justified. oh, that's not our plane or a yeah, plane point. at all. Yeah, point. Yeah, well, you're if fine. you look at ants all day and someone drops another breed of ant into the ant pile, you fucking someone know who looks at ants goes, Who's, that, what's that fucking ant? That's not a carpenter. That's a fucking red ant. It's a bowling ant going to keep my ass. <laughs> exactly. Uh... But what makes the UFO Watchtower so fascinating is not just the bizarre nature of it all, but the land that it's built on. Judy claims that over 40 psychics have come by over the years, (laughs) and they've all had the same thing to say. There are two large vortexes in front of the Watchtower facing Mount Blanca. (laughs) What? Shut the fuck up, Johnny! (laughs) Chucklebox McGee! Dick punch you! I've seen vortexes? No, they... You don't trust Miss Cleo? Miss Cleo, psychics. she true. Okay, you can go on. There are two. They, you don't see a vortex. You feel a vortex. I think they saw them. No, ha, they I claim feel a vortex so bad. that they've. There are two large vortexes in front of them. They can feel it. Psychics can feel it. Okay. Hey, fuck you, Johnny. I'm sorry, man. I'm trying to. I just keep going. I don't know. She, I totally believe in like the. I don't know about straight up psychic, but dude, intuition, like mother's intuition. Yeah. You know, dude. Tw- twins are like, man, my twin just got punched in the face. I can feel it. I don't know, man. I think there's something. My mom there, has yeah. that like crazy 12th sense or whatever where she knows when something's wrong with one of her babies. Right. It's crazy. It's all a feeling. That's what being a psychic is all. It's like a feet you feel. You feel things. It's like <laughs> a sixth feel, sense. I feel things all the time, but I'm a psychic. Like some people are like, oh, your, aura, your aura is purple. Some people say they can see people's auras, man. Yeah, I know people who say they can see people's auras. Bro. It's just all about that. Bro. It's the vibe. It's the vibe. Did she uh, choose this land, I wonder? Like, specifically, like, I wonder if she had no no knowledge or any knowledge of these said vortexes, or if she just happened to choose that spot based on, you know, the surrounding, you know, the, the native uh, myths or, you know, legends. As far as I know, the spot was available, and she wanted to capitalize <laughs> on, because a lot of it's government property. The price property. was low. The price was low. The price was low. It was available, and she decided to capitalize on the, the property. Yeah, and I wonder if there's it, something the in like those uh, solar power hotspots where it's like, yo, we'll fucking pay you to build a house here. Just put some solar yeah. panels up and enter our grid, man. Start supplying our grid with some more electricity. Help us. Right. Well, apparently, I was reading on some some message boards and stuff that property out in the San Luis, uh, Luis Valley is not super high priced because a large portion of it is owned, apparently, by the government. Hmm. Um, Wait, be, because the wonder. government owns it, it's not expensive? No, like, because the property that's available is so oh, minimal, and because the, the rest, yeah, is like it's the shittiest property where there's nothing out there that they know no one's going to build. Yeah. So uh, I was reading on a message board. Someone said that they are looking to buy property and yeah. just basically put a uh, shipping container out there. Yeah. On their property, yeah. so that they can basically say like, "This is my property. I can go out to it anytime I want, and I yeah, can dude, watch, you know, UFO watch." Hundreds of acres know. out in Texas are so much less than like an acre of land in Spring Hill or like Franklin area. Like it's it right. blows me away how cheap stuff is when there's nothing or it's desolate. Yeah, uh, there's no town infrastructure. You got uh, no plumbing, no electricity except for solar. Uh, good luck. 
Right. And it's out there. I mean, the, the, this 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 series of mountains is valley. It's out there. Yeah. Like, it's not near anything. No, you have to take a, a, a cab from, uh, like, um, what's not Houston? It's, uh, uh, oh, my gosh. the ah, I'm forgetting the, the, the airport I used to go to, but it's outside of Denver. There's so many air- airports. Um, and you take a cab anywhere because, like, Eagle, Denver, Steamboat, you know, Breckenridge, they're, they're far out from anywhere. They're just, like, it, you're in the middle of fucking nowhere. Right. Where was the airport called? The other one that's in Denver is like four miles away from no, the Denver. No, it was airport, like Hey something. Uh, Hayden, they got it. So Hayden. the 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 forty psychics have come by over the years to the UFO watchtower, and they do they say that there are two large vortexes in front of the watchtower facing Mount Blanca. Okay. Um, she even says that when you walk through the UFO garden, which is in front of the the UFO watchtower that you can actually feel the energy coursing through your body. And the energy isn't from the copious amount of solar energy generated throughout the valley. It's the energy from the twin vortexes right in front of you. Weird. You can feel it. And for those of you who don't know, by the way, vortexes are defined as being a portal between our world and other worlds, similar to a uh, a gateway to another universe, which seems very fitting with the history about the Navajo people and the Holy Ones. Yeah, it does, uh, but it also could be like somebody, somebody like found that story of the holy ones and was like, "Let me put these, you know, probes in the ground that emit a certain frequency that makes everybody feel funky." You know, uh, could. like what, I mean, how, what do they feel? Uh, what do they, is that? They feel though? queasy? Like, do they feel like what? What they, they, do they feel different? Energy. It's like when you stand in a room full of magnets. That's what I'm saying. Like, someone could have just been like, oh, the Holy Ones by uh, the Navajos. I'm going to put a bunch of magnets in the ground and make everyone feel <laughs> subtly positive or negative. I don't know. It's Maybe it's a place. It could also be what they think they're feeling is energy. What if it's just the atmosphere around them just moves yeah. in a certain way? Like, like a hurricane is a, v- a vortex. What if this is just some kind of a, a wind pattern that just typically oh. always happens in this area? I don't know. It could, I mean, it could be a like weather pattern, patterns. or could these vortexes still be in place from the Holy Ones and we just don't know how to use them, or could this be energy radiating from the mysterious Mount Blanco? It's possible. Right, I mean, I will say, uh, why, are they, why wouldn't they be the same thing, you know? Like, you know, they, if those true. places were chosen for a reason back in the day, maybe, uh, boom, the, the, the reason never went away. I will say, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of fucking room in mountains. Well, not every mountain, but a lot of mountains. There's a, there's so much earth in there that you could fucking haul that shit out and make a make a camp or whatever you mean an alien base johnny whatever you want to call it, nick that's fine say it an alien base good it's <laughs> satisfying unidentified u.s base possibly as well skynet base possibly well where is area 51 that's in nevada nevada yeah that's only like a couple states away okay I mean, it's similar it's like it's all the same place it's just it's, desert as fuck yeah everywhere it's, it's over there. same exact kind of uh kind of landscape it's like flatter yeah. desert lower desert shit ton of mountains and then I guess uh, this desert. alpine desert hmm I wonder if like since it's an alpine desert I guess the elevation is higher the elevation has something to do with it I don't know. yeah I've been there was a desert I think it's between San something valley San Joaquin whatever and it's fucking freezing but you look around and it's just a freaking desert because you're so high up it's yeah. crazy there's it's interesting I mean one thing that we can say is that it's very interesting that there's a lot of there's kind of a correlation to Bizarre shit that happens, you know. I think with UFOs with Area 51, with uh, Bigfoot sightings, even with UFO sightings, a lot of it seems to happen on the western side of the United States. 
Yeah. You got a point. Uh, I'm, talking, I'm talking California. I'm talking Colorado. I'm talking uh, Nevada. I'm talking Washington. I'm talking Arizona. The Arizona, the Phoenix Lights. That's a big thing that happened uh, many years ago. I wonder, you know, it's it's significantly flatter out there. I wonder if that could have something to do with it. Like, you know, out here where I live in, in Atlanta, it's pretty hilly area. You can't really see too far unless you're standing on top of one of our mountains, which are like foothills. And you can't right. really see, like, from your vantage point on the ground, you can't really see too far. Something would have to be, like, right over you, you know? I feel like, UFO. from, a, from a, an alien perspective, you would want to fly as far away from flat land as possible because if it's just flat land and someone, and there's nothing yes, for miles, you're, you're, right. you're easily spotted in the sky. Yes, but yeah. then again, the... The flatter the land and the less population, because there's no one out there, less population, the less likely you can be spotted. So, like, either like in, you know, Georgia or I guess Atlanta, where you are, Taylor, where like there's a lot of population versus yeah. somewhere out in butt fuck nowhere where there's no one out in the desert, you know? Right. right. Light pollution and shit like that. You know, well, sure, yeah, when too. you go out in the desert, it's like, oh my God, these stars are amazing. The sky is heavenly. Uh. You know, that you can't see all that shit when we're in Nashville and Atlanta. Dude, I wonder as well, like, maybe they don't care if they're seen or not. You know what? What do these aliens care? Right, and that, and and mm-hmm. and I also kind of touch on that here coming up. But yeah, I mean that is a a big question. Is like, what if they don't give a shit? They've been here long enough. Um, even as far back, I mean, the thousands of years that the Navajo people were here, uh, referring to the Holy Ones, that that are spiritual beings with powers who can leave the you know who who basically control the universe. Uh, that would mean that UFOs, aliens, whatever you want to call them, have been here. For a long time, and they were here before we were even potentially. If we're talking about pyramids and shit, so right. maybe they don't care. Maybe they don't care. Maybe we don't question enough. Well, then uh, let's look at this broadly. If they didn't give a shit and they were here, let's say hundreds of thousands of years before we were, then why wouldn't they be in plain sight? Well, that's, that's, that's one of the arguments. Yeah, I mean, some people say they see them, you know, all the time. I guess that's not plain sight, but. People do say they see them. It's not like they're hiding in shadows or anything. Because it's, it's well, like, yeah, it's well, it's different to be not give a well, shit and different to be like slightly evasive. Because yeah. like, I've I would say they're not hiding in plain sight or whatever. Because I have never seen any alien shit. Right. Well, think about well, what like, about this? Like, uh, who? Like when people go and study monkeys and like gorillas and stuff, you know, they they spot them at a distance for a while and then they hang out just a little bit closer. They spend long periods of time, like days at a time, where they just are, you know, yards away from them, inch their way closer, inch their way closer, just to, like, let these things see them. These, you know, like, what if that's the only human that those monkeys have ever seen? Like, it's true. That, that could relate. Like, these, you know, aliens are coming, mm. but, like, we, I don't know. Like, well, not they, all the aliens are coming to fucking check us out, just like all us humans aren't going to check out and study apes. Well, that's my philosophy on, like, aliens, too, is that, you know, maybe... Uh, like think about animals, you know, specific endangered animals. They're so skittish of people; they know how to avoid them so much so that there are people who go can go their entire life without seeing a, spe- a specific animal. If aliens were here before us, if another race was here before us, and the only response our own government has is to basically shoot engage it. and yeah. shoot it and cut it open and study it, you'd be skittish too. You'd be skittish as fuck, and you would stay far away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, then, but then again, the the concept is that if they were okay, so the concept is any alien life form, right? Either is going to be smarter or less smart than us, and it's very, very, like very strongly proven that any higher form of knowledge always trumps 
lore yeah. forms. That's why, right. like, in a game of 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 a humanity, we become the strongest and we own everything. If yeah. there was aliens that were stronger than us, it'd very likely like be believed that they would just destroy us. So my, my my point here is that if they were here before us and they're smarter than us, they wouldn't give a shit if we were trying to kill them because they'd be like, just flick, you're dead, right? What maybe, if they need us? Maybe not though. But I they mean, don't. Why would they need? But they don't need us for anything. Like we're not. Maybe they're so advanced that it's like the hate has evolved away. But they, but, they but, understand there's no purpose to, like, why would they need to squash us? Why? Because that, that, that's, that's the nature of every living thing. But what, like, if but we're if doing... so evolved... If we're doing their work for them, essentially, like, if, if, if they're maybe. playing God, basically, and we're developing this planet, we're the ones building, we're constructing, we're repopulating, we're doing all those things, and if they have established, you know, space travel, universal travel, travel intergalactic travel, they might be working on other shit and just basically... Checking Their goal is to create life on different planets, and then that life take over, sustain, and inhabit the planet, and then they move on to the next one. Right. And They're it seems like, creators. yeah, they go to this planet, like take ours, for example. They, they take the most dominant species, which was some type of humanoid that was probably pretty dumb at the time, using tools maybe and fire maybe. And then they're like, boom, splice my DNA into this motherfucker, make current humans, you know, feed them some mushrooms, all of a sudden, their brain their brain blows up, and these these humans are now smart enough to to operate this planet. And then, boom! Yeah, they move on to another place and do the same thing well, with right, a different, which, you know. It aligns yeah. to what the Navajo people were were feeling about the Holy Ones. Like it aligns to to those beliefs because they they saw the Holy Ones as the creators, the ones who gave them life, the ones who. <sighs> Basically, no. literally every religion is that way. Every religion yeah. does that, though. Like you, every single religion. That should in place, say something, though. What? I mean, that could say something. I mean, on one side, it's like, okay, those are really, those are like the, the thoughts and ideas that are ingrained into us. So it's hard to tell. Like we were all exposed to religion as young children, so it's hard to tell if we have these like stereotypical or archetype like thoughts of a higher power and this like order of intelligence. You know, maybe that's built into us because of religion, or maybe. That is just the most basic instinct. Just like when people say, why did they no, build pyramids? Well, because it's fat on the bottom and short on the top. Simple it, as it, that. It's, it's like basic. what a baby would build out of blocks. Right. You know? Humans, I think, as a whole need to believe that there is – they need closure. They need like some 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 sort of like um, – I guess closure is the word I, I would use. And so religion or aliens or these, these Indians, the holy ones, seems like the most logical thing. Well, how could of all this beauty come around them? They look to the holy ones or people look to aliens or some kind of divine power. That's the point because right. I don't think humans, myself included, um, can really sleep at night thinking that it's just like, oh, that's just – We just showed up. Yeah, I mean, that's like honestly, I mean, that sometimes it scares the shit out of me. You know, I was taking my dog out to uh, take a leak last night. Shout out to Sammy. And I looked at said, shout out Sammy, <laughs> Sammy, little dog. Yeah, and, Sammy, what? He's actually an asshole of a dog, but whatever. And, uh, <laughs> man, shut up. You know he's an asshole. You say it all the time. He's perfect. He's also. So, an anyway, I'm taking my dog out, and I look up, I'm just looking at the stars, and, you know, I'm, I'm like, you know, from the night before, the moon shifted slightly to the left, and, you know, there's one star <laughs> that's like brighter than the other one, and okay. it's just like looking up, and I'm just like, fuck like we just literally popped up on this earth yeah we just popped up and then we're just gonna drop off you know it's like yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a crazy thought to believe it and i'm not the most religious person on the planet you know I, I have faith but i'm not the most religious person on the planet but you know i feel like that religion is such an important factor because it gives people a purpose yeah on this planet to know well this is what i'm living for 
Uh, this is what put me here, and it's it's not giving them all these questions that they have to ask all the fucking time. You know, like how do we get here? Why are yeah, we yeah. here? What's our purpose? It just makes Why? sense. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's sense. You know, to go back to what you just said, the reason why some stars are brighter than the other, those stars are planets in our solar system. Yeah, <laughs> I, that, I know that. Isn't Johnny. that neat? Mars, like Mars. I was looking at Mars last night. Isn't that cool? It was right was that to... Mars last night? Uh, I was asking my buddy what that was. And yeah, you, she you, was just like, well, it's a planet. And I was like, well, yeah, well, what planet? You, usually, so Mars, <laughs> Jupiter. Don't yell at me. <laughs> and I think Mercury are the most visible. visible. Um, currently, though, so they're in a very, me, very straight line. We were all in synchronicity last night, just staring at the stars. Wait, were we all looking at the one at the at Mars last night, or was it yeah, looking I, at us? Yeah, I made a whole conversation I about what I assume was Mars. It, yeah, it's like the super bright one that was like under the moon last yep, night. Yep, that, that's Mars. That's Mars. Yeah, tight. That's crazy. Fucking crazy. We're all on the same motherfucking page, y'all. I'm telling you. Uh, so while the internet seems completely rid of stories about what's truly beneath Mount Blanca, it has come to my attention that the locals in the surrounding area seem to know more about the story uh, pretty damn well, actually. Uh, sort of like a local lore, which is why it's so difficult to truly find anything about this on the internet. Um, so on February 23rd, 1998, Dr. Stephen Greer, uh, who, can uh, be guy, found, huh? yeah, who can be found on Twitter, uh, all that yeah. stuff. He's, uh, he's an interesting he's, fella. He's had some iffy, some iffy stuff out there. He, yeah, he has. But he published an assertion on his website documenting the following, which was then quickly polled, <laughs> um, which is interesting enough. Uh, he said that the government became interested in Mount Blanca due to some bizarre energy-based activity in the area. Clear. Uh, <laughs> so teams were sent to explore the mountain with hopes to find something that led to all the mysterious activity. It wasn't long until one of the teams discovered a series of elevator-like shafts that Whoa. seemed to lead down into the mountain. Weird. Before Fuck yeah, that's what I wanted to hear. Yeah. Before heading deeper into Mount Blanca, the government made the executive decision to pump a form of nerve gas into the mountain for nearly three months in hopes that it would kill... <sighs> Exterminate whatever was in there. Yeah, in hopes to kill what might lie beneath before the teams headed down to investigate. Government, now, what the hell, dude? Yeah. What the uh, hell? Yeah. And, uh, and this is on the internet. You can look this up. I mean, there are documents of this. Uh, can you describe these shafts? Like, are they like like, like um, elevators? Uh, smooth, or? long. They're like holes in the earth or they're just random like caves? I imagine they're very similar to the movie Prometheus. Okay. It's very similar to that yeah, in yeah, terms yeah. of the, 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 the shafts. Um, um, and are they multiple or is it just like there's one? As far as they know, they just found the one okay. that led and down. And so the government the like pulled this like toxic gas in there. Nerve gas, yeah. It was uh, uh, sarin, sarin gas or... It sounds... You know what's crazy? I feel like remorse for whatever was in there, but we fucking like do that with like... Um, molted uh, aluminum and ant colonies, and it's yeah. like, yeah, well, no, no big deal. Well, you're not gonna well, feel that is. Yeah, we know it's ants, though. Right. That's like, the thing. What but if, we, it's, what if why, this was something that we really needed to meet? You know, what if it, there was? Oh uh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to kill any insects. You know, I don't except for fucking cockroaches. But we need their I don't milk. Know. Like we know the ant. You know, we know when we're you know killing ants and it's for a reason or whatever. We're killing wasps or spiders or whatever. It's for some kind of a reason, even if it kind of sucks. But to just blindly, like, nerve gas these shafts that could be ancient, could have some amazing shit down there. Can't they, like, do, like, x-rays of the mountain so and see? Dumb. They could totally do, like, some kind of, like, like energy-projected yeah. scan. This yeah, is 1998. Makes you think that, uh, well, still, dude, 1998 was a peak year, man. That was peak on the tops of the waves, man. I was two. 
Dude, it was it was a peak year, I'm telling you. <laughs> but like that kind of makes you think that maybe they knew something was there and they're like, we gotta kill it. Well, think about everything that led up to that, you know? Think about like, I mean, UFO sightings have been happening in the San Luis Valley for a long time. Long time. And then Roswell happened long before that. I mean, UFO sightings were an issue. I mean, we've covered topics before on the podcast that have happened long before this. Of course, you see a mountain, there's some weird ener- you know, energy-based activities. Of course, you're going to, yeah. you know, uh, you know that's going to happen. Um, yeah, I mean, talk about, like, energies in nature, man. Like, I totally believe there could be these crazy vortexes or whatever. I mean, anytime – I know you guys have been in some insanely beautiful places on, like, you know, that hike that you went on, Nick, and then, like, Alaska. Yeah. Johnny, you've been in all these places in the desert. Like, I know you yeah, felt those something. Those are pretty places. Fucking beauty's not sand. There, I don't know, man. Me. Like, so such a drastic change from what you're used to seeing every day. Yeah, it's like, like mountains. I don't know. There's oceans. been a couple places that I've been – and I haven't been in too many, like, places and travel very much, but there have been a few places in nature that I'm like – Holy shit, I feel different just because I'm here. Tay. And I'm not saying that's some crazy, like, weird alien thing. I'm just saying you do feel different in these insanely beautiful places. Like, you feel Tay. this fucking nature, man. You Tay. feel the energy of the nature. I only feel different yeah. when I'm with you guys. Oh. <laughs> so, so after roughly three months of pumping this nerve gas, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this form of nerve gas, into Mount Blanca, um, they apparently had a device, which this is ridiculous yeah. uh the government apparently had a device that could siphon out the leftover nerve gas and clear the place out so that the exploration teams could do what they do best which is explore work they also do it as a team it's <laughs> 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 supposed to be that funny anyways but going. this is this is where shit gets crazy i know you guys were feeling some remorse about the gas situation but uh always I, where things get a little nuts <laughs> don't want to kill things uh after venturing down into the elevator shafts once more the teams could not believe their eyes. It appeared to be some f- sort of underground alien city that was completely vacant. Vacant. Shut the, that I, back up. Just gone. Yeah, that's wild. Inside of Mount Blanca, uh, the team in the elevator shaft stepped out to begin their exploration, excited, ready to rock, and apparently a laser what? shot what? in. What? Killed one what? guy on what? the team and melted another guy's hand completely off. What the fuck? Tight. That's not real. No way. Yes. A late. Yes. What? Shot in like from above, or the, it was just in there. It like, was in. So somebody like n- unseen where it came from. Yeah. So the nerve gas apparently, potentially, it was vacant. The underground alien city was vacant in Mount Blanca, but apparently, even it though it was booby-trapped. vacant, vacant, it yeah, still had. It was yeah. It was, was, was booty trapped. You know. Data <laughs> booby trap backwards is like oh man it's like YouTube trapped no it's like part, uh, no no part I'll, I'll, I'll write it I'll write it down e boob it's part e boob it's both party boob party boob is that funny <laughs> sorry you're uh, so so needless to say <laughs> after after this happened one guy getting killed and his hand getting melted off that's wild. Uh, the exploration team packed their shit and got the fuck out of there I'm determining sure. uh, deeming the place completely <sighs> condemned so <laughs> the guy, no there's nothing in there guys no, <laughs> no. board it up. Nope. <laughs> uh, and, and so, and, and on on top of a separate perspective of this, so Dr. Greer, so this this specific piece that I just read, this is actually the local lore of the Mount uh, of Mount Blanca. Oh, so it's not real. No. So there are actually uh, actual um, 
gov- there's government paperwork and filing for the actual nerve gas that was pumped into this mountain. Yeah, I'm talking about the lasers, though, Nick. The lasers is a part of the story. Oh, uh, there, So this is the, the paperwork that exists from the government that has been released do state that there was nerve gas pumped into the mountain uh, in 1997. Eight. And 90, at the end of 97 is when it happened. 98 okay. is when Dr. Stephen Greer published okay. the article outing them, basically, for what happened. Okay. Did uh, they cite, like, reasoning why they did that? They did like, not. They didn't cite reasoning, and they also cited um, fatalities as well. And wait, 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 wait. The, the, the fatality of the guy, the researcher? In the mountain. They, or, cite, they cited fatalities oh, from the project. Are you, fatalities from the gas? They don't say. Yeah, I guess mm. they would attribute it to something like, you know, normal. It was an accident. Uh, he tripped and he hit his head. He was dead on impact, so we decided we'd, we'd leave. Exactly. So In it, his honor. Uh, it was bullshit. literally, I mean, Mount, Mount Blanca was, and I'm sure I will talk about this again, but Mount Blanca, after this, after this project happened and failed, Mount Blanca became uh, a no-fly zone. They deemed that whole area a no-fly zone. It was off-limits. Mm. It was government property. They condemned the place entirely. They call that restricted airspace. Yes. So, But what Dr. Stephen Greer said, and he's a fascinating fella, but uh, what he said was that what happened is because he was communicating telepathically with the aliens inside Mount Blanca because he was following the government uh, investigations because Dr. Stephen Greer and his team were also investigating Mount Blanca uh, the same time the government was. And he was communicating telepathically with the aliens who were living in, uh, inside the mountain. And the aliens were telling him that they were basically fearful with the nerve gas being pumped in. They had a de- the aliens had a device that withheld the nerve gas or suctioned it in, and then what happened is that when the exploration teams went down, they basically refired the nerve gas, killing teams of people who were sent down because they thought the nerve gas was siphoned out. Wait, 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 wait! All of this information you're saying is somebody was they were hearing it telepathically. That's why I didn't cite it, and I'm just explaining that Dr. Stephen Greer, who is one of the only people citing this situation besides locals who say they know people who were involved when it happened. Um, you know, because there are conspiracy theories at stake strictly local who don't spread online. Um, but Stephen Greer is, the, is, you know, someone who brought it to public knowledge, but his perspective of is he wasn't in the mountain. He was off-site while he was communi- tele- communicating telepathically Which with the aliens. Which is very bizarre. I, <laughs> I call that it's un- nuts. That's un- nuts. Uncredible. Yeah. Dude, he's got some pretty incredible bullshit out there. No, like, and, I, I'm um, looking at him on Wikipedia. I didn't know this about him, but he actually was the founder of this of SETI, the Center of uh, for the Study of Extraterrestrial Intelligence. And that's bu- kind of cool. I believe it was shortly <laughs> after this whole Mountain Blanca situation that he actually founded it. Ah, I don't know, man. See, the thing I don't like about this guy is a couple years ago he was promoting this. Uh, this giant documentary, like a two-hour documentary. It was all over History Channel. Yeah. This guy used to be like on Ancient Aliens and stuff, and it was pretty cool. And then he comes out with this documentary called Sirius, where basically selling this documentary, all the ads on the documentary are about this little tiny alien body that was found in like Argentina or somewhere like that in South America. This tiny little like four or five-inch body that like looks alien as fuck. Yeah, yeah. And the whole thing was supposed to be an autopsy on this little alien telling you what the hell it is, what could it be. And, of course, they don't reveal in that documentary that it's, like, 
it's an unborn fetus. Like it's a fetus in some stage, you know, of development, and it's I guess been proven. But he still sells this documentary, and literally none of the documentary had to do with that alien. It was all about like government, like power. We need to get off oil, oil consumption. Hmm. It's like you're a motherfucker. Well, you're this selling is- this documentary on amazing shit, and then turn it into fucking. Oil? Propaganda. Yeah, get out of my face. This is the problem with, you know, the Alex Joneses and, and shit of the world is that if he wasn't such a psychopath, the Bohemian Grove mystery would still be being investigated. But the problem is, is that people, people who do the, the, the you know, and we don't do the nitty gritty investigations. We're just, I mean, we're a comedy podcast. Like, we're just talking about shit that's interesting to us. <laughs> well, two, two thirds uh, of comedy. But yeah, two thirds of comedy. Rest. I mean, we're we're doing investigations, but we're you know we're doing week long investigations using the internet, uh, which we know how truthful a lot of that is. But the thing about it is that these people who actually do the research, who make the effort to bust things open, they do crazy shit and devalue the research they're doing because they can't right. separate. That's- like, leave your crazy ass opinions to yourself if you want to make a difference. Don't act like a fucking crazy person. That's the biggest thing. As soon as you make yourself like. Uncredible or non-credible, like as soon as you everything you say is it's invalid and, and irrelevant. Uh, it, it's basically mm. you're innocent until proven guilty. But as soon as soon as you have the slightest bit, like the slightest bit of like evidence to show that you're not like sane, you're you're nothing. Right, and that's yeah. But yeah. It's, if somebody's gonna believe him, no matter how crazy it is, and how crazy would it be if he you know, purposely. You know, saying things that are so fucking insane that most people aren't going to believe it while there's a good bit of truth in what he's in the crazy shit he's saying, you know? Well, Maybe yeah. he's purposely doing that. Well, the perception to, of that is that us. people like that say exactly what you said, Taylor. Like, people like that say crazy shit, and the only people who will believe him are the people that can actually handle it, and that's why they are an open book. They're not hiding anything because the problem is is that our government – is the one doing all the hiding and people who are believers who are not theorists, they are true believers. They are an open book because they don't want to be uh, compared to our government. Who's basically the ones who tell us what's true and not true. Right. And they have to be an open book. And the people who are willing to listen are the people that are worthwhile uh, in the discussion. And let's be honest. All of us are a little bit nutty. We all do believe in some crazy things, you know, Whatever it may be, it might not be conspiracy theory related or alien related, but, but everyone has crazy tendencies, crazy thoughts, crazy habits. All the time. So, Listen, you know, if, yeah. if the Kardashians are one of the highest rated shows on TV mm-hmm. and those people feel normal, exactly. man, get the fuck out of here. Get the but, fuck out. But to those people, they feel like that's not weird. To those people, they exactly. think people like us who it. talk about conspiracy theories are gross. It's yeah. like, so no, you're gross. gross. It's just whatever you're so into. Gross. You can validate it because you're into it because it makes you feel normal. At the end of the day, everybody in their own way has their own niche, nerdy, or or thing that makes them you know, outside of the norm or out in the field. And that just proves that people are cynical to each other, and you know, that's just that's well, the Well, people who seeing. watch reality television are people who do, like like you said, Johnny, who want to feel, who, who want to watch it because it makes them feel normal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't. I watching reality TV makes me feel. I was just reading about Plato and Aristotle, and we won't dig into that because it's a whole other uh, topic for another time. But like, you know, the whole idea is that art is the imitation of reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't necessarily think re- you know think reality TV makes me feel normal. Uh, it makes me feel abnormal because the fact that like shit like that exists. Abby normal. Abnormal. Abby normal. <laughs> Abby normal from Young Frankenstein. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, like, talking about this stuff, like, real 
stuff. Like, granted, some of the conspiracy theories I don't believe in, but talking about these things, that there's clearly enough there to create a conversation, that's the stuff that makes me feel normal. Like, having human conversations with people. Not watching reality yeah. television, you know? Noticing real-life things, real-life synchronicities, but, and just talking about it, man, because you don't have to believe in everything. No, you, you can talk about it. Acknowledge it. Yeah, you can talk about it. But so, some people, I guess I would say, I'm not trying to put people in a box, but some people I think would want to escape to that reality of which they can you know, assimilate or like can see themselves as that famous person or as that person on a reality TV show, and they feel like, a certain sense of gratitude, like they're getting a certain dopamine rush of like this feels good, and to them that feels good. To other people, like Nick, doesn't feel good. Like some, right. of, us, some of us like mustard. I hate mustard. <laughs> and we'll I leave. Like we'll leave it at that. Mustards. Certain mustard. What the fuck? I don't like mustard. Anyway, uh, you don't like things made out of seeds? What? I don't. I don't Plenty of things are made out of seeds. I don't like that it's a sauce made out of seeds. Sunflower I seeds. I don't really like sunflower seeds. Oh, I love peanut sunflower butter. Seeds, what? Man. Peanut butter. That's it's nuts. a legume. I, 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 I don't know. It's, <laughs> You're it's, it's no. like uh, it's not so different though, you know. Like, you call me a dumbass, the guy who can't even spell intelligent. You think nuts are <laughs> are seeds? I was just testing you. Well then therefore I'm not the dumbass. Okay, I don't like I don't spell shit well. I go fast. Hey Ohio Bros, time to take a break to caffeinate. While you're listening to a podcast as unpredictable as ours, you need a coffee that's gonna keep you on your toes. That's why I reach for the strongest coffee on the planet. Death Wish Coffee. Available ground or whole bean. Hell, you can even get them in K-Cups. Available at deathwishcoffee.com. That's deathwishcoffee.com. All right, so the last the last piece that I read is bizarre, and some people who are listening right now could have been like, eh, I'm not buying it. That's and me. that's fine. You don't have to buy it because the mystery just keeps growing. Um, and I'm going to tell you why it keeps growing. Even in the tell areas, tell us why. Tell us, I tell us why. Even in the areas surrounding Mount Blanca, uh, are connected to the supernatural element of it all. In the San Luis Valley sits a massive series of sand dunes called the Great Sand Dunes of Colorado. Oh, these don't make any sense at all as to where they are in southern Colorado in a national park next to a series of mountains. The folks interested in the lore of Mount Blanca also claim that the series of underground tunnels lead beneath the sand dunes where an alien ship is parked and can come and go as it pleases due to the sand being able to reform atop this alien parking garage. I did air quotes if you couldn't see. Uh, Let's hmm. dig that bitch up. But if, if that isn't strange enough, the plant life on Mount Blanca is just as senseless as sand dunes in Colorado. Folks in the area say that the mountain houses plants from all over the world, including bonsai trees. What? None of, none of which naturally grow yeah, in Colorado weird. or the United States. That's really weird. The reasoning behind this is that apparently alien ships fly over the mountain to land beneath the sand dunes, and as they fly over, seeds and spores that have been picked up in other yeah. parts of the planet drop onto the mountain, accidentally causing this unnatural plant life to grow. Still. On top of all that, there have been dozens of reports of cattle mutilation in the area that deem uh, the many deem implausible or seemingly random. <laughs> like they, they abduct cows. Uh, there is one what? one report yeah. from a few few years ago that, that there was a handprint on a on a, a cow, and the, there's no sign of blood. Nothing. The cow had looked like it had been drained of, of some blood. It was a handprint, like burned the into vampire? the cattle, oh, okay. into the cow, and the cow was dead. This is an actual it's, news report. 
I mean, dude, there are thousands of reports out there of cow mutilations and like weird mutilations of cows, like where their like eyeballs will be gone, their tongues will be gone, their buttholes will be pulled out. That's right, zero Johnny. blood in the carcass, no blood around it. Like weird configurations of just mutilated cows and different body parts missing and other body parts remaining. It's like, what the fuck? Why cows? You know, right. I could imagine if it was all different types of animals, humans, you know, randomly, but why cows? Uh, one thing we could think about is they're the number one cause of all the harmful greenhouse gases. Oh, maybe aliens. That's a really interesting connection, Taylor. Yeah, maybe they're trying to like re-engineer our cows so we can they can fart less and burp less. Yeah, but or just have less detrimental gas. And or so, what if they're using them as fuel? They're gas. Methane. That's what about the fucking planet. But how bizarre is that? So, so the, the, all you know, it's all a conspiracy theory, and I still have a little bit more to go uh, to to dive in to kind of wrap it up. But uh, a lot of this has been conspiracy theory. What's inside the mountain? All that stuff. Yes, there are government documents that say slightly what the operation was with the nerve gas. But sand dunes in Colorado called the Great Sand Dunes that are massive. And on top yeah. of that, factual, you know, evidence of bonsai trees bonsai growing on a mountain. Grow? Like Japan or something? Don't they grow on cliffs? Like in uh, Karate Kid 3, I guess, they're like part of like big part of the movie is them harvesting their bonsais and they're like literally growing on the edges of cliffs. Is that correct? I don't know. I, Nick's looking up right now. I am. I am looking it up. I just know that there's only certain indigenous plants that can grow on mountains, especially in like high elevations that cannot grow anywhere else. And they're resilient right. because of that lack of, of, of oxygen. You know, I'm pretty sure you can bonsai almost any tree. Wait, what makes a tree a bonsai? Uh, so to make a tree a bonsai, it's all about the way you clip it, like the way you trim it. And it basically makes it grow into an old age and like mature at like the look of an actual tree, just a miniature size, and it's all about like selectively clipping it and trimming it. That's so weird. I used to work at the Pike's Nursery, as you guys all know. I was the yeah. water something fucking. Yeah, champion. yeah, yeah. His title. <laughs> can you tell me? It was like water specialist and champion. <laughs> yeah, I was so dumb. But we sold like several different types of bonsai trees. Uh, one of them was a, a money plant. I'm pretty sure. You see those bonsai a lot. Yeah, you can grow like braided and shit. You can grow and cultivate bonsai trees, and maybe and maybe the information that was given as far as it being a bonsai tree uh, might have been misconstrued, but apparently, like people who hike it say that there are there's plant the, the, the why Mount Blanca is infamous for hikes and things like that is because there's a shit ton of plant life that just shouldn't naturally grow it's there. Unnatural. You know, like, one thing it really has blown my, it blows my mind is that there are so, I don't know how it's so many, but at least a handful of these plants that, like, are these amazing plants that literally only grow in one fucking place. Like, you know, redwoods only grow in a select area. Joshua trees only grow in Joshua tree. Um, Saw this Vice documentary. I think I brought it up on a podcast in the past. Somewhere in Europe or uh, somewhere not in America where there's like this magnolia type tree that's only in this one fucking little area that makes this crazy drug. 
Oh, that was our Zombie 101 podcast. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, so it's just weird to me how, like, why can't you just take a pine cone from a sequoia tree or whatever and fucking plant it here in Georgia? Why won't it grow? Because there, there are certain, this is why, I think you all know this, but there's certain soil, there's certain atmospheric pressure, uh, amount of oxygen in the air, yeah. and environmental you know, necessities like uh, wind, temperature, and rain that is very important in an exact quantity and ratio for specific organic matter to live. Well, that's, insects, that's right. insects but, are as well, right? Aren't insects important what? in the living? Yeah, the I'm living sure as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess well, that makes sense. Them, yeah, the like, whole ecosystem around it. Like Taylor, but you see, you know, they categorize them in like temperate zones, I guess. And you know, these temperate zones, like I think we're in Atlanta, we're at temperate zone seven, and like there are other temperate zone sevens that's not just here. I think that's right. I'm going to look that up. But there's so many more factors than just like like what the temperature is. I don't know. That's my my perspective. Well, I, I don't think it's uh, just the temperature. It's, yeah, so it's... The temperate zones... Let me, let me see. Yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so many things, though, like traffic and pollution and, like, I don't know, elevation. I don't know. Unless temperate zone is literally classifying as all of those things. Yeah. But... I don't know. I think I was way off. I don't... Where, where, where did I get temperate zone seven? That's been in my brain for a long time. I thought it was a fact. <laughs> Infactual. Atlanta is uh, temperate zone seven. Uh, so that's by four, uh, section 484B. Four four yeah. Uh, uh, scratch everything I just said because that's probably <laughs> that, not fucking that's true. That's what I'm saying. But, I, dude, I think that is true, though, actually. Well, uh, hardiness zone. Hardiness I be- zone? I believe it. I'm going to research this over the week, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get back to you guys on yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I want to know. I need to know. Uh, but I will say on top of everything with the bonsai tree, with the uh, the laser assault in uh, inside of Mount Blanca, as well non-pro. as the hidden ship beneath the great sand dunes, this episode was an extremely tricky one to research due to the lack of information about the topic. While many are well aware of Mount Blanca and the San Luis Valley being a hot spot for UFO and paranormal activity, there isn't a lot of documentation about the subject. In fact, I think it would be best if it stayed quiet, uh, stayed as quiet as possible due to a lot of curious folks taking their own exploration mission in the depths of Mount Blanca. Hell, it wasn't until recently that Sabrina, a listener of ours who is now a Colorado local, discovered the story for herself and is trying to find out answers of her own. So what do you boys think? Is this related to Navajo folklore? Or do you think aliens could be utilizing the series of mountains as a home base? I think that both sound credible to me. I mean, sounds like it could be the same thing. Yeah. So the only thing that I think is credible, the only thing that I think could be factual from this whole entire thing is the holes that were found in Mount Blanca, right? Like, I don't know if the lasers or the or anything else, maybe like, I guess the gas that the government put on there, but nothing else seems factual. So like... For some reason, there's, you know, a, a wonder, one of the wonders of the earth is in this fucking mountain. There's like all these holes and stuff. There's mines and shit. I don't know why, but I don't think it's aliens. I don't think it's it's that. I don't know. I don't know. I'm open to it. I'm open to it. If it's if it's an ancient area, shafts that are super ancient, if there is some area yeah, under ancient the, people, these grounds like, that's super ancient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be ancient humans, yeah. But I don't know. I'm still stuck in my mind that... There was this point where ancient humanoids turned into current humans, and who knows what did that? A lot, you know, a lot of people like to jump on the boat that we are we were engineered by some other alien. Like, what if our planet is in the life of our planet? What if that's happened several times? Right. You know, what if people have gone? What if people have died off? 
what if those people didn't originally come from Earth? Are there multiple Armageddons? Yeah. I, I mean, completely plausible. And, and uh, you know, before we deep dive and talk more in uh, about this, I just want to connect one little dot here. Um, well, you have to connect two dots. Well, I'm going to connect true. a dot to another dot. <laughs> that is true. I'm going to connect one dot to a second dot. That, that's a line. I'm going to make. I'm going to connect some dots, Johnny. Okay. Multiple dots. That's two dots. Previously, I had mentioned that Judy Messaline spoke to an air traffic controller who came by the UFO watchtower, and he said that at the Denver, that's right, Denver International Airport, they see between six to eight UFO sightings per month. Now, maybe this is just a coincidence, but we've talked about the Denver airport before and how many strange happenings occur there. The airport is nearly 220 miles away from the UFO watchtower. With the amount of sightings that occur near Mount Blanca and with Judy talking with this air, tra- air traffic controller about all Sum of the sightings up. at the airport, could this somehow be connected? Did our government fuck something up so badly that they have to set up several points of protection in order to hide the thing that they were trying to find in the first place? Hmm. Huh. I don't know. I'm still on the, uh, if they were ancient areas that they found and the government stumbled upon them, Totally. That why wouldn't they just go in there and set up shop, assuming lasers weren't going to fucking blow them up, you know? Right. Like just like what we talked about in the in the international airport one, there could have been a space down there that they just commandeered. And they're like, oh great, we'll use this now. This is yeah, fuck it, we'll use it. And then they expand on it a little bit, maybe, maybe, maybe they connected these two areas. Two hundred miles. That is a long ass way. But you know, uh, Elon Musk has been talking about his underground tunnels and. I watched something the other day where he's saying underground tunnels are actually safer in things like earthquakes and stuff like that right. than above ground transportation. Well, what's really interesting, and I, and I didn't want to dig too... Mm, nice. What? Dig. Dig <laughs> I didn't want to dig too deep um, because I feel like there's a future episode that can be talked about this with a lot of dot connecting and things. I like dot connecting. But Multiple one, dots. if you're a UFO fanatic uh, or share interest in any sort of UFO theories. One thing that's consistent with a lot of them is that mountains, uh, there's yeah. a lot of mountains yeah, either true. near UFO sightings. I mean, freaking uh, close counters of the third kind, but it again, ended with a mountain mountains. Like when you're on a mountain, like or a Canyon. Oh, really? Or, uh, Oh, what's it called? Crevasse. Nah. A crevasse. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, yeah, you think of a mountain as just this giant piece of mass that you could possibly tunnel through. Like, it's hard, possibly granite. Black granite. Possibly. It's, it's, it's hard rock. You know, these mountains are fucking rock. So that's where you want to be when you're building your base. Fortify your base in the side of a mountain. You know, you can survive your yeah, nuclear blast and whatnot, the safest, aerial blast. The safest place from a nuclear attack. It's somewhere in your pretty It's safe. in a refrigerator, I think. Well, no. it's, safe, <laughs> it's safe in terms of, uh, yeah, thanks to Indiana Jones. It's safe to consider a mountain. Like, if you're an alien, okay, you're in a UFO, you're in a ship, would you land in a field full of things that you could imprint your ship on, or would you land atop a mountain that you no one's going to find? The top? Why would like, you, on top of a mountain. Why? Flat, you find the flattest part of the mountain and you land. Why would they? Well, they do say. I mean, all the the ancient uh, religions are like, yeah, it landed on the top of the mountain. The top of the mountain is where they reside. Our, you know, our gods or whatever, our alien gods. 
So hey, maybe it's atmospheric type thing. It's like, oh, it's it's thin up there. They can just get in and out real fast. Who knows? Right. It's an easy way up, an easy way down, and there's no worry of imprint because that's the thing about you know going back to crop circles, talking about crop circles. Landing in crops or landing in forests, I mean, you're going to create some form of residue from the ship or you're going to create some form of imprint from the ship. Therefore, you're going to yeah. kind of stir some people up. Uh, and you're, you're, yeah. you know, yeah, if, if so you. It's so much harder to park on a mountain than a field. Yeah, you're not going to. Mm, I mean, we made some flat parts, though, on a mountain. There's still some, some flat ground up there. Right. Like you're not going to, you know, break into somewhere barefoot. Bring the boots. You got to bring the boots. But like, uh, so yeah, think of it like, so if you subscribe to the, they don't want to land in flat, you know, places that are accessible by man on a daily basis because it'll leave residue and possibly be seen or raise questions. That kind of makes me think like, yeah, more of the experiment vibe. Like if it is a true experiment and we're a product of whatever they're working on, that would, you know, make sense that they wouldn't want to interfere with the experiment you know like th- just having knowledge of them would s- could uh, possibly you know f- fault the experiment steer the experiment in a certain direction or a different direction than where it was supposed to go right i don't know well it's, it's really interesting i mean the whole western concept of you know roswell new mexico and area 51 and redwoods with bigfoot and you know the four mountains uh, that were created uh, or that were deemed from the Navajo people having Mount Blanca, like all those specific things, it's all on the west side of the U.S. Uh, and there's yet, there's like conspiracy theories like this one that are completely rid from the internet. It's like, if this is some form of cover-up, it makes sense. And how many more are out there? Like, how many things do we not know that aren't being talked about? Because I think for a conspiracy theory to become a conspiracy theory, it has to take off. And this is yeah, like Sabrina or one of our listeners. She she just found she's a huge conspiracy theorist. She's a fanatic. She's like us. Like she she's a lover of conspiracy theories. And she had never heard of this until she moved to Colorado. And now she's getting oh. all these specific people uh, talking about it. Like this is a, this is a known thing uh, in the Denver uh, area. Uh, now let's. Side note, these people are all stoned all day. <laughs> well, now they are. Well, yeah, that's another thing. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's commonly believed that a lot of the religions that came from Indians, um, uh, native people, they smoked a lot of stuff, and they saw a lot of things because of those specific hallucinogens. Because they're, they're smoking peyote? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's true. You know? That's very yeah, true. Yeah, so they're seeing eagles off Tecate cans. What was that fucking movie we a watched, uh, Nick? Dog, that was tight. Oh my god, <laughs> that was tight. That was a tight movie. You guys should watch Revenge. It was dope. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's something there. I feel like there's more investigation that can be done. I mean, I want to go to. The, I want to go here. I want to go to Mount Blanca. I was gonna say that. Like, there's only one way to investigate this motherfucker. I want to see the mountain. I want to see this watchtower. I want to feel the energy. Yeah, I, I want to feel these vortexes. Yeah. yeah. I feel like if what if us three. We're in the middle of these two vortexes. Shit could fucking go down, dude. So that's my biggest. That it's a note. That's a point that I forgot to hit on here. Um, in all my notes and stuff, 
what if the vortexes here and I might have said this and I just have a really bad brain but like what if the vortexes are here and we just don't know how to trigger them like the holy ones yeah, you of the Navajo like people that. I don't know if, if it's something we could tap into or our technology that we just haven't been I don't think it has anything to do with technology I think on like a spiritual level bro but yeah, no. perception type level. Ugh. Like when you talk about, uh, well, I, no. Johnny, like you said a second ago, a lot of these uh, Native American religions yeah, yeah. could possibly spawn from hallucinogens but and stuff like that. Another thought is that these hallucinogens aren't aren't playing. Like it's not what you think a hallucin a hallucination is. Like some people really do believe that some of these hallucinogens are unlocking different perceptions of reality, like different parts of reality that you can't perceive normally. While there is such thing as a hallucination, you know, the oasis kind of thing, a mirage, you know, that's that's a hallucination. But I guess that's a hallucination. Well, that, but like, some people really believe that these things are reality. It's the mind's eye. That's that's the yeah. bullshit to me, right? So, like, you can believe, like, Inception, that what reality is when you're dreaming. You can believe that when you're smoking and you're doing some kind of, like, hallucinogen, that's the reality. Or you can believe that, like, right now, as you are, with no intoxication in your body— that this is the reality. Whatever but, the reality is, you could you tap into the to the vortex. If you had to be high to get in the vortex, yeah, I can believe that somebody in LSD or something on a hallucinogen could get into that vortex. It's all about freeing your mind. I think that was no, the thing about the Navajo, the native, the native peoples that it was all it was spiritual. It was about freeing the mind I can in order get super to super high. And, 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 and no, they weren't high being, all the time, Johnny. Yeah, you be super spiritual. Yeah, you're using the word high in a negative no, way. Like I'm just, no. you could be high and be imagining things. Sure. But these people are specifically saying that there is a difference between being high because they know what that is. There's a difference between being in high, being high and this other feeling that they describe. That's like, I don't think this is a hallucination. I feel like this is fucking. I real. guess that's what I'm and, just, just, like just changing. Like that's what I'm like inferring yeah. that it's the difference between feeling it and really believing it. And when you feel high versus yeah. when you're. Well, we only have so much control of our own mind. You have to free your mind in order to, to believe in something. And that was like, long, like many years ago. Uh, I think it's it was, it was morphine, or it was even even further back than that. But like, essentially, before procedures, they would uh, doctors would get patients high. Mm -hmm. So that way they could basically free themselves from the confines of their own mind to be able to believe that they're going to be okay. Like yeah, they would them. get like like piss ass drunk, you know. Like okay, Civil War, we got to amputate your leg. <laughs> Here's a bottle of whiskey. Chug this motherfucker, you know. Yeah, it's like that was old medicine. That's you know, it's yeah. the medicinal side of things. That's why like CBD and THC, like that's why they're becoming more and more of uh, of a common thing. You know, I hope they the, the THC is legalized, but CBD is, and a lot of that uh, medicinal type of herb is. All it's a it's a mind freeing agent. If you have anxiety or stress or any sort of specific thing, you basically like you have to free yourself from the confine of your own mind. Mm -hmm. And in order to do that, back when with the Navajo people, the native people, it meant to to feel that on a spiritual level in order to free yourself from keep you know having your free feet on earth and allowing yourself to move on to another realm. Right. A thought. And it might not just be an imagination thing. It not, might not be imaginary. Maybe it is, but it might not be. Some people don't have very vivid imaginations, and but a lot of people do these hallucinogens, certain types of hallucinogens that we've talked about, that a lot of these people experience very similar things, like very similar details and things. So it makes you wonder, yeah, I, I, 
like we were talking about religion earlier, we, we are all grown up in the same society, so these things are imprinted upon us, so our imagination is going to steer in a certain direction if given the opportunity. Maybe. That's a strong possibility. Mm-hmm. But it's also a strong possibility that is real. And why do we have to limit ourselves to five senses? You know? What, what? Why? Because there are animals all over the planet that have more than the senses that we have. Well, weren't you talking about Taylor in a previous episode? Uh, I don't remember which episode it was specifically, but you're talking about the lead singer of a band who. Tool. Yeah. So he took, like, it was yeah. an like, acid trip or LSD trip, and he actually spoke to aliens. So, yeah, that was specifically <laughs> this drug called DMT, uh, which is a hallucinogen. And that's one of the ones that people are like. I don't think I'm high when I'm on DMT. I think I am accessing another part of reality. And that's one of the ones that people are like, dead, dead, like, they, they really believe it. They really believe it. Yeah, and they, they feel like they talk to other beings, and you talk to these people who've had this experience, a whole group of people say they talk to this type of being that looks like this and was doing these types of things. A whole other group will say they saw this other type of being and they were talking to it. But, like I said, you could take that with a grain of salt. You know, these things, uh, uh, one, one description is these lizard-like beings that seem to be operating machines that are based off crystals or whatnot. And it's like, yeah, that could be, like if one person is, is saying that they saw that, it's like, yeah, you built that in your mind based off things that you've seen in the past. You know, things that you've seen in, in sci-fi movies and shit. But if all these other people, unrelated incidences, some of these people don't give a shit about aliens. Some of these people don't believe in shit like that. But they see that. They see that same thing. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I think that's weird. Yeah. It's weird that they it's weird that they have a similar experience. And that to me yeah. is telling out that there's so it could be something like more than just a hallucination. Well, and that's like the biggest thing is I think like if you read about you know i'm reading a book on philosophy of mr robot right now because i'm a huge fan of that show he's plugging that shit and i'm not i just this is the first time i plugged but it. I'm to not me i've heard like it. five times it's the last two the days podcast. i'm yeah. telling you but not on the podcast <laughs> and I was saying, why are you all up on my grit you're up on my shit you keep talking about that damn book dang well it's all about philosophy picture nick wearing a grill you're gonna say grill i was like i pictured you wearing a grill i would says hi bro on the front oh hi bro grills write that down Hybrid uh, girls, those are available, <laughs> available on, our, on our Etsy shop. Uh, uh, but no, I mean, I'm you know I'm reading a lot about philosophy, and um, the thing about about philosophy is it is like you know I think our mind is such a crazy thing, uh, and I think that the perception of like our own world is basically. Uh, because people have, you know, a religion that they believe in or a faith, like they don't question why and how we're here. And if there is something more, uh, you know, like a, an existing tangible God, essentially a godlike being in our universe or on our planet, you know, mm-hmm. hiding in plain sight, essentially. Yeah. And I think if we could or were capable enough to open our eyes to that, Maybe we could see more. I think the lot. I think more people. I would love to see a statistic of this, like a percentage of people who see UFOs, who see things that have been unexplained, but convince themselves that it was nothing. And those are the right. people. That's the percentage of people that are stopping, you know, uh, further investigations of things like Mount Blanca, the visitations of the UFO watchtower. Like those are the people who go, ah, I'm not. I, I see it, but I don't believe it. 
versus people like you, Johnny, who you want to believe it, but you need to see it to believe yeah. it. The people who kind of repress it because they don't. Yeah, they people can't. who convince themselves it doesn't like, exist. Oh, it can't be. Yeah. It can't be. Right. And there are people like it's gotta that. got to be a logical. A lot of people. A lot of people on our planet and right now. You're saying if we could figure out that number of people, it would be way better for the exploration of that said topic. I think, th- I think things would be a bit different. I don't think it would be substantially different. But if yeah. more people who saw these things... Chose to ask the questions. It yeah, it'd be a lot more naysayers being like, "Well, yeah, I mean, I did see this one thing that I can't explain, you know." And the more of those that pop out, it's just gonna influence other people to be like, "Well, okay, I know this guy doesn't believe in aliens at all. He's not crazy. He's he's pretty. He's a straight arrow, man." But it's those people that trust most of what he says. Right for me, yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, if I may. Taylor, if you were to tell me that you, you may. <laughs> if you were to tell me that you saw an alien, it'd be credible, but it'd be much more credible if it was from somebody who did not believe in aliens and who was like, uh, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Or didn't want to believe. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I Yeah, man, more people just need to see aliens. Ah, I want to see some aliens. I I think what we've deducted is that we are going to be raising money to travel to Mount Blanca. And eat either peyote or an insane <laughs> amount of mushrooms, something like that. We're actually, we'll put it up to a vote, uh, you listeners. Tell us what kind of hallucinogen we should eat at Mount Blanca. Oh, my God. Uh, and we will not, uh, we will choose the dosage. But I will have a very small dosage. Yes. <laughs> no, I, I, I will have, I will eat theirs. The, the, UFO, <laughs> the, the UFO Watchtower is super cool looking, and I do want to take a trip out there. I feel like we need to the next time that we're up that way. Uh, it's quite a drive, but hey, I think it'd be worth visiting uh, to feel the energy if it is there, to see Mount Blanca, to see how close we can get to it, because like I said, you guys can Google this all you want. There's not a ton about Mount Blanca. Um, it's a it's a lot of uh, local local legend, local lore, local conspiracy theories, and uh, and this was all brought to me by yeah. Sabrina. So I think okay. Zit Sabrina Tuttle. Yeah, is that her? Yeah. Tight. Yes. Shout out Sabrina Tuttle. She's that's topic number two. She's hit us with yeah. awesome topics. And this, uh, I, I love this so much because I think there are this sort of creates an interesting uh, discussion change and dynamic for us because not only are there conspiracy theories that people all over the world can talk about online, there are actually specific conspiracy theories that are that are uh, locked to one location. There are there are one uh, you know local conspiracy theories. When we were in Orlando, we were talking to a couple specific people yeah. who were mentioning conspiracy theories in their town. There was someone something about like an island. We need to get in touch with her, but it was basically like this nuclear testing facility yep, facility and yep. she invest or uh, evacuated when she was a child um what? it was this whole thing that happened but there are so many things that that uh, occur all over the world that don't spread uh as fast as they should or as far as they should they kind of come up and they die or they just stay local but it's up to you guys listeners to let us know like is there a specific conspiracy theory you know, you guys be our research. You let me know. You fill me in, and then uh, or fill Taylor in, and we'll we'll dig uh, dig into it and see. Because we want to. I mean, this is cool. I shit. I want to hear about new yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear about these new shits. Like, yeah, like like you said, man. We couldn't have researched this. Like, we couldn't have just stumbled upon this without somebody saying, "Hey, check this out." I had never fucking heard of it. Uh, right. I was fucking pumped about that. I hadn't either. Learned a brand 
Brand new crazy shit today. Yeah, it's super fun. And the thing about it is, at the end of the day, I mean, a conspiracy theory is a conspiracy theory. You know, it's I know Bigfoot is common with, knowledge. With or without Mel Gibson. With or without Mel Gibson. <laughs> uh, was that a science reference or a Passion of the Christ reference? That was a Weird Science the Rapper reference. <laughs> what? Yeah, if you guys don't know, what? Uh, there's a rapper. Is He goes by the name of Weird Science. He's actually the drummer of Code in Cambria. Oh, uh, yeah, But yeah, his, yeah. his rap project, yeah, it's fucking dope. He's got this badass song off his first album called Conspiracy Theories Without Mel Gibson. Shout out. Shout really out good. to Weird Science, the rapper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> come rap live on our podcast. Yeah, come, please. <laughs> come, come, be a, come be a guest. Um, all right, guys. So we're going to do, a, uh, when this episode goes live uh, Monday, we're going to do a little poll on our Facebook page. We want to know what you guys think. You know, uh, do, should, we, should we have some more guests on? We have a few interesting people that we've discussed this with, but uh, is that something you want to hear? Uh, guests that uh, are more intelligent than us, maybe? Easy. Very easy. <laughs> we could find damn near anybody. Yeah, it wouldn't be hard. I think we could find a, a 12-year-old and bring them on, and they'd be able to school us. Um, but we're, we're getting closer and closer and closer to episode 30. I'm excited about it, um, but we're getting to that point where we're super willing to try some stuff, do some cool shit, uh, and hopefully get some video content rolling out uh, very soon. We're going to pin our Patreon page to the, to the top of our Facebook, which you can visit at Hybrothetical Thinking. That's facebook.com slash Hybrothetical Thinking. We're on Instagram at Hybrothetical Thinking, posting a meme and a video a day just to keep that doctor away. Uh, <laughs> whatever whatever they might be crazy doing to your body. Uh, <laughs> uh, also, you guys can email us. We did, we forgot to plug it last week, but you can email us at hybrothoughts at gmail.com. You forgot to plug it. Not we. I, sorry, I forgot to plug it. Thanks, Johnny. That's <laughs> the credibility for this. Uh, that's, and we just forgot to notice that he forgot to that's plug it. That's at gmail.com. And guys, make sure to uh, to rate us. We have uh, multiple stars you can rate. If you want to rate us one, just email us. It tells you hate the podcast. Yeah. If you like the podcast, <laughs> go ahead and hit that fifth star button uh, after you hit the subscription <laughs> button right there uh, above the, the five star button. Also, we are going to be doing a giveaway that will run oh, for a couple weeks. Uh, it's going to launch with the this episode, so it'll be live. It's live right now. Go look at it. Uh, all you got to do is just tell a friend to follow us on our pages and share the the giveaway image, and we're going to run it for a couple weeks, and then you guys could win a Hybro box of tons of cool shit. Literally every mention, every, every, every person you refer, every person that subscribes, like you can enter multiple fucking times. Yeah. Every time you refer someone, that's a new entry. Exactly. So uh, give us all your friends. In this box, I mean, we, we <laughs> yeah, please send them our way. Your friends. We have future monster stickers. We have death wish coffee. We have a hypothetical thinking T-shirt of the size of your uh, choosing. We have a hybro uh, pin, and you know what? We're gonna pack uh, it all in this little box with a handwritten note just from us. Put it in a box. Wait, should you write a note? From each of us, we're gonna give them a note from each of us. Aww, uh, tight. So uh, did I miss something? I feel like. No, uh, sorry, no. it's a Hybro patch. It's a, it's a Future Monsters yeah, patch. patch. It's a really, really cool patch. Uh, yeah, the patch. Oh, that is a dope patch. Uh, any Texas Texas Chainsaw patch? Master. You're damn right. I, I would, I would, I would uh, say that these people, while they're drinking their Death Wish coffee, they need to go to futuremonsters.com, uh, be surfing the new designs while you're chugging your coffees, okay? Just check it out. Do it. Do it. You're damn right. 
a full day is hypothetical thinking on on a podcast, drinking coffee, wearing some merch from Future Monsters. You damn Bruh. right. Uh, yeah, send us those pictures. We'll put it yeah, somewhere. Show, if you send us pictures of doing all those three things, you become like an instant like like uh, you're my fan now. I'm, I'm a fan of you. <laughs> uh, in the meantime, real quick, I just want to take a second. And I want to do a little shouts out to a couple people who have been super supportive on the Instagram. Okay. Uh, I want to shout out to uh, Zane Knight. I want to shout out Fuck to yeah. Dixon. Fuck yeah. I want to shout out to Summer Flynn. Fuck yeah. And then Fuck. let's see. Oh, there's one more. There's one. He's my, he's my boy. Uh, I'm scrolling through right now. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be mad. I'm gonna be mad. It's my it's one of my favorite. Uh, you know what? We're uh, it'll be fine. <laughs> it, it's fine. You're all amazing. You're all amazing. Uh, oh, sorry. Oh yeah, it's a Zane Knight. That's who I was gonna shout out. It's my boy. Yeah, I know. Zane, That's not your boy. Zane, not your yeah, boy. I'm just saying he's a good he's a good guy. It's my boy. Uh, he, he <laughs> oh, never mind. What? He's just a badass. He had some kind of like TED talk recently that he posted on his Instagram, and I was like, "Oh shit, that's cool as fuck." I like TED talks. I like his damn animations, dude. Dude, holy shit! He blows me away every Which time. He's good. Yeah, he's he's the guy who animated uh, our uh, high bro stuff, and then shout out to Rachel Kardoff who uh, he made us into cartoons. But I but what? can't even believe it. I watched that that shit, and I laugh every fucking time. It's crazy. Not, not because you guys have physically abused me, because it's actually funny. Also, real quick, guys, our highbrothoughts at gmail.com is also open. We're available for, uh, Johnny mentioned TED Talks. We're also available for uh, <laughs> public speaking opportunities at, at uh, schools. Yeah, we, we, can, are, we can censor ourselves. <laughs> we, we, we're, we're looking for female-only colleges. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. If you are uh, you know, high school or college and, and, and you want a, a strange, uh, very strange, bizarre lesson for the day, just hit us up at highbrothoughts at gmail.com. We'll uh, make our own lesson plan. We'll come uh, do what a little seminar. Concept. We'll teach a class. We'll teach them how to make slime and stuff. I know the kids are into yeah. that. I know the kids are into the sciences. <laughs> we'll do all that stuff. We'll do whatever. Uh... <laughs> Meanwhile, Taylor was trying out for the fucking football team. <laughs> Dude. Let's <laughs> get my chance. He's like, where'd Taylor go? I'm going to make it right this time. Taylor's trying out for the football team. Taylor, you can't try out for the football team. <laughs> I know, because I just make it. They just let me off. You're like, all right, Taylor Nelson, you're in. Johnny, get out of the band room. <laughs> yeah, Johnny's, Johnny's in there play playing piano. flute again. Oh, skin. Oh. oh. <laughs> ah, face. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for listening to another episode of Hypothetical Thinking. Uh, I have and, and uh, hopefully always will be one of your hosts, Nick. Guys, I'm always gonna be a, I'm always going to be a host. I think <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm Johnny and I'm always a host and uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll you know what we'll talk to you next week